Hello, this is Evangelist Stacy Gibson. How are you doing? I hope and pray that God is blessing you. Welcome to season two. Season two, I'm excited to get started here tonight. As promised on my promo, we're going to be looking at evil and death. Two things we must all face. Evil and death, two things we must all face. Our scripture text tonight will be John 16, 33. These things... I have spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. Amen. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen and amen. Hey, uh, thanks for tuning in to my podcast tonight. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Almost kind, dear, gracious, heavenly Father, we love you and thank you for all that you do. And dear God, we're living in perilous times right now, Father, dear Lord. We know, dear God, that there's lies and abominations and, and evil and wicked and corruption all over the globe, Father, dear God. Everywhere we turn, dear God, there's all kinds of uh, lies being told, Father. We don't know what truth is. And dear God, as I've said many times, the only truth that I know is you and in your word, Father, dear God. I pray for a special prayer, dear God, for my Aunt Peggy tonight, Father, dear Lord, who is going through a lot, dear God. Strengthen her and comfort her right now, Father, dear God, because she has several children, dear God, that are uh, down with COVID, Father, dear God. Uh, and I pray for and uplift them, dear God, for Teresa and Mitch and their whole family, Father, dear God. Pray for them and uplift them and strengthen them and encourage them and touch them right now and heal them. For Beverly, my cousin, Father, dear God, please, in Jesus' name, I just pray that you would touch and heal her as well, dear God. Dear God, I pray for every listener out there, Father, dear God, who needs a word of encouragement, who needs comfort, Father, tonight, Father, dear Lord. I pray for them, dear God. I pray, dear God, that truth would be revealed. I pray for the President of United States. I pray for the things that are uh, going on, Father, dear God, in our world today, in our nation. Dear God, that you would take full control, Father, dear Lord, and bring those to justice that need to be brought to justice, Father, dear God. And let every lie be revealed. Let every uh, let all the corruption be revealed, Father, dear God, in you, Dear God alone, you bring peace, you bring justice to this world, Father, dear God. For we know that they are that we are always going to face evil, Father, dear God. It's a part of life, dear God, ever since the fall of man in the garden. And dear God, we also know right now, Father, dear God, that's appointed to uh, man wants to die and then the judgment, Father, dear God, that we all are going to simply face death one day, Father, dear God. And to, dear God, it's my prayer that when none of us, and I mean none of us, dear God, would face death without you, Father, dear Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for what you've done on the cross of Calvary. I thank you for the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. And I thank you, God, for, a, for your salvation plan. I thank you, dear God, as I've said many times before, for including me in it, Father, dear Lord. I thank you for taking the blinders off my eyes, Father, dear God. And I thank you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Evil and death, two things we must all face. Jesus said again, it's written in red here, these things I have spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace. Uh, but in the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. Let's look now. I'm going to look in Genesis chapter 3. going to look at verses 6 through uh, 
Ooh, I'm going to be reading a lot here to start out. I'm going to look at 6 through 24. This is the fall of man that I was just talking about in my prayer. And But I want you to understand this is where it all began, you know, in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. And, you know, when they made a decision, God has given each and every one of us free will to uh, to choose and to do uh, what we want to do. And God is not forcing any of us to follow Him, to do good or, or anything. We have free will and free choice to do whatever. And we know that Satan, excuse me, Satan tempted Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden and, and, and caused the fall of man. And let's look at, we'll start, like I said, to uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse 6 says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And notice this in verse 7, And the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the, God, and the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou should, shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above all and, and, and every beast of the field upon the belly shall thou go, and dust shall thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and shall bruise his heel. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow in thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And to Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. And to Adam also, and to his wife, did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. Notice this, verse 22. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil. And now lest he put forth his hand and, also, and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Man would have lived forever in a sinful state and there was nothing uh, could have been done about it about that time. So 
Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to, to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out man and placed at the east of the Garden, east of, I mean, uh, east of the Garden of Eden, cherubims and a flaming sword, which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. That was the fall of man. Adam and Eve had the perfect life in the garden. It was like paradise, a place of exceptional happiness and delight. It was peace with God. It was sin free. It was a perfect relationship with God with no worries about food, shelter, clothing, protection, and fellowship. They had it all, had it made. However, all of this changed when Adam and Eve disobeyed God and partook of the fruit of the tree in the midst of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The curse has fallen into man forever, and man has been sinning ever since. You see, God gave Adam and Eve free choice and he still gives man free choice today. We are not forced to serve God, not forced to follow God, not forced to accept God. We are not even forced to acknowledge His existence. However, one day all will wish they had made the choice to follow Him. Now, Philippians 2, 10, 11, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, there will be no exception. Satan himself will bow. The best option is to bow now and accept Jesus as your personal Savior and avoid being cast into hell. One of the things I, I hold on to is no matter how bad things get in this life, I have to understand and know and remember and remind myself I have eternal life through Christ. I have a day coming when I will walk streets of gold and see God face to face. Can't wait. As I've said, I think I said it last week, can't remember, uh, you know, hey, now's a good time to check out of this world, right? You see, sin and death are evil and death have ex and, and have existed since the fall of man in the garden. So there's two things we're all going to face. We're all going to face evil and we're all, and it's for certain, we're all going to face death. But what is evil? Hmm. Today they're calling good evil and evil good. So let me remind you that that's not true. Let me remind you that the Bible speaks of that because that's the twisted mind of man. That's when man has been turned over probably to a reprobate mind and, and doesn't know what truth is. Evil is profound immortality. It's wickedness, depravity, and ungodly. And one can only weigh on the balanced scales of justice or Lady Justice herself a law given by God and God's Word. Without God's Word, how would we know what is wrong or right, good or evil? Stealing, is that evil? Murder, is that evil? How about slander, is that evil? 
How about the abortion of a child? Is this evil? In 2020, despite COVID-19, the world's leading number of deaths is abortion. Worldwide number is 42.7 million, according to Worldometer. Now, just in the United States alone, since Roe versus Wade in America alone, and that's all states, we have murdered 61,628,584 unborn babies. Is this evil? You bet it is. What about false accusations? Is this evil? Slander. Just flat out lies. All we see today on television, social media, newspapers, magazines, fake news, right? It's all lies. It's all false accusations. It's slander and putting people down. This, I tell you, is pure evil. Isaiah 5, 20 and 21, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Do we not see things like this happening today, calling good evil and evil good? Calling darkness light and light for darkness? We see it everywhere. Is sex trafficking evil? Matthew 9, 14, But Jesus said, Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come to me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. In Matthew chapter 18, when the disciples asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called little children unto him, and said in verse 3, Verily I say unto you, Except ye can be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus loves children, and believe me, you do not want to harm, mistreat, abuse, or take advantage of any child. And if you do, I do believe, I believe with all my heart that God will have a special punishment for you. Matthew 18, 6, But whosoever shall offend one of these little ones which believes in me, it were better for him that a milestone were hanged about his neck, and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Jesus said this. It's written in red. A day of judgment is coming, and now is the time to repent. Turn from your evil ways and call on Jesus. We're going to face evil. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. However, we must wait on God's timing and be of good cheer. Jesus Christ has overcome the world. We must keep the faith. We must stay on our knees, stay in God's word, and keep the whole armor of God on. Let me read Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 real quick here. Let me find it in my Bible. Ephesians. 6, 10 through 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins gird about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and the feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. I tell you, that's something we need to do every day, is get up every morning and put on the whole armor of God. I have said it many times, I do not know what the future holds. However, I do know who holds the future in his hands. Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior. Amen. The fall in the garden was followed by the first murder when Cain slew Abel. So it did not take long for Satan to infiltrate and to start to thwart God's plan. Evil tempted, evil tempted Adam and Eve. Evil caused Cain to slay Abel. Evil caused the flood of Noah's day. Evil caused the fate of Sodom and Gomorrah. Evil caused the captivity of Israel. Evil caused the civil war in China and led to millions of deaths. Uh, evil caused the, the Pol Pot's regime, and, and which wiped out a quarter of uh, Cambodia's population. Evil caused in the 1971 the Bangladesh genocide where three million people died. Evil caused the American Af uh, the African uh, excuse me, World War, uh, the Irish potato famine, uh, the Nakin ma massacre of 1937 where Japanese soldiers had competitions, notice this, to see how quickly they could slaughter 100 uh, Chinese people with a sword. Evil caused Agent Orange uh, program in Vietnam, uh, the transatlantic slave trade. Evil caused the Rwanda genocide. Evil caused the conquest of uh, Gahangas Khan, for 40 million people died, 10% of the world's population at that time. Evil caused the Black Death in the 1300s, where 70% of Europe's population were wiped out, and it took three centuries to return to the pre-plague levels. Evil caused the great terror of Stalin's great purge where millions died. Evil, uh, all the World War One and World War Two, And of course, we know right now that, that the evil caused the Holocaust in 1941 to 1945 with the killing of all the Jews. I will add to this list the evil that is going on in America today. Who knows the total cost this will bring the, the evil in our government is astounding right now. We have faced great evil in our history, and it is sure we will continue to face great evil until Jesus sets up his kingdom of peace. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll get back and get to, to uh, the part two of this. Uh, Hello and welcome back. Uh, we were just uh, wrapping up uh, the part of, of, of evil that we all must face. And uh, 
as I said, we'll come back with part two. And part two is simply going to let's look at the death that we're all going to face. Now, I know that, that there's no one arguing with me right now that we're, we're facing evil. I mean, that's a, I'm pretty sure that everybody, uh, their definition of evil, as I said, they're calling evil good and good evil, uh, may be uh, talked about and uh, compromised or uh, disputed. However, we all are very well aware or should be that evil exists and that we're going to face it. It's just inevitable. It, and so is death. So moving right along here, it says it's also for sure that everyone will face death. Death is final. Death is inevitable. Death means in this life that we cease to exist. However, we all will transfer to the afterlife where we will spend eternity in heaven or hell. See, we're all going to live forever, each and every one of us. It's just a matter of where we're going to live. Hebrews 9, 27, And it is appointed unto man once to die, but after this, the judgment now, Revelation 20, 12, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Going on uh, looking at uh, Revelations. Actually, we'll look at 13, or 12 through 15 here. In verse 13, it says, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Notice this, this is very important. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. You see, there is no escape no amount of wishing it's not true will change this outcome. Even if you do not believe, this does not negate its truth. Many people will close their eyes in death only to wake up believers. Yes, they will. many will close their eyes in death. They'll wake up believers. However, it will be too late. Ecclesiastes 12, 7, this, Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the Spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Jesus said in Luke 13, 25-28, When once the master of the house is risen up and has shut the door, and ye begin to stand without and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. And he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not whence ye are. Then shall you begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence ye are. Depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you shall see Abraham and Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. Hmm. 
I give you all of this out of love. I give you all of this out of truth. And I do not want anyone to die without Christ. And God does not send anyone to hell. It is a choice that we make not to follow Him. You see, God made a way for us to be reconciled to Him through His Son, Jesus Christ. It's my prayer, and it's always been my prayer. If you've listened to my podcast, you know I always make a salvation call. You know, I always call out to those that are out there that may be listening, that have don't know what I'm talking about, that don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Call out to Him today. Can't you see that Bible prophecy is being fulfilled each and every day? And each day that goes by is another day closer to His return. And we're not promised tomorrow. We could take our last breath tonight. And if you die without Jesus Christ, it's too late. There's no second chances after death. That's why it's impertinent. It's in, it's it's imperative that you that you call out on Jesus today and make him king and ruler. John 3:16, we all know this one, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I gave you the fall of man in the beginning. I gave you the evil that took place in the garden. And it was the fall of man. And man was had a perfect, perfect paradise to live in. But he was cast out and he had to till his own ground. He had to work by the sweat of his brow. And, and sin became rampant and grew every each and every day. Like I said, it didn't take long for the first murder to happen. God knew this was no backup plan. God knew that Adam and Eve would fall in the garden. And God made a way. God had His plan the whole time to send His Son, Jesus, to pay the sin debt by the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. Amen. To make a way for us to be reconciled to Him, to be redeemed by the blood. Hey, if you go to a church and they don't talk about the blood, you might want to think about, think about changing churches. <laughs> It's all about the blood. It's all about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's all about what He done upon the cross. And see, God wants us to call on Him. See, we will all face evil. And many evil things, as we have spoken of tonight, has caused many deaths and we know we will all face death one day I don't think that's uh, something that anybody thinks that, that actually believes they're going to escape but there's many people that believe that when you die that that's it that's the end let me tell you that is just the beginning and where you spend eternity is up to you that's why this podcast is here to reach the lost to get the backsliders back on board and to encourage the believer. 
we will all face evil and we are going to all face death one day and believe me you don't want to face it alone Let's look at some men in the Bible that lived a long time. Enoch lived 365 years, but Enoch died. Lamech lived 777 years, but Lamech died. Mahalali, Mahalalil, excuse me, lived 895 years, but Mahalalil died. Enos lived 905 years, but Enos died. Kenan lived 910 years, but Kenan died. Seth lived 912 years. But died. Adam lived 930 years, but Adam died. Noah lived 950 years. But Noah died. Jared lived 962 years. But Jared died. And Methuselah, the oldest man that lived in the Bible, was 969 years. But even Methuselah died. Death is unescapable. Death is unavoidable, and death is certain. The good news is, and let me bring you back to the start, is John 16, 33, These things I have spoken unto you, that ye, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I'm here to encourage you tonight to be of good cheer because why it says, I have overcome the world. <laughs> Jesus has overcome the world. His death at the cross, he has the victory. John 14, 6, say, Jesus saith to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus is our advocate. Jesus is our Lamb of God. He's the resurrection and the life. He's our shepherd, our bishop of souls. He's the judge. He's the Lord of lords. He's the man of sorrow. He's the head of the church. He's the master. He's faithful and true witness. He's our rock. He's our high priest. He's the door. He's the living water. He's the bread of life. He's the rose of Sharon. He's the Alpha and Omega. He, Omega. He's the true vine. He's the Messiah. He's the teacher. He's the Holy One. He's the meteor, our mediator. <laughs> the beloved, the branch. He's the carpenter, the good shepherd. He's the light of the world. He's the image of the invisible God. He's the word, the chief cornerstone. He's our savior, our servant. He's the author and finisher of our faith. He's the Almighty. He's the everlasting Father. He's shallow. He's the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the I Am. He's the King of Kings. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Bridegroom. He's the only begotten Son. He's the Wonderful Counselor. He's Emmanuel. He's the Son of Man. He's the Dayspring. He's the Amen. He's the King of the Jews. He's the Prophet. He's the Redeemer. He's our Anchor. He's the Bright Morning Star. He is the Way, the Truth, and the Life. He is Jesus Christ. He is Deity. 
He's the one that fed the 5,000 with five loaves and two fishes. He's the one that, that calls the blind to see, the lame to walk, the deaf to speak. Jesus is our everything. He's our way to get to God. He is our Savior that died on the cross for our sins. He's the one that shed each, eat every drop of His blood on that cross for us, for you, and for me. And we will all face evil and death. And the good news is we do not have to face them alone. Jesus promised to never leave us nor forsake us. And all we have to do has put our faith and our trust in Him. All we have to do is to call out to Him right now. Drop to your knees. Now is the time to call out to Jesus, saying, admit, Jesus, I'm a sinner. We've all sinned. I admit, I'm a sinner right now. And and, and, and Jesus, I just, I ask you, I believe in what you've done at the cross. I believe in your death, burial, and resurrection. And I believe you're alive today at the right hand of the Father. And that you've, and I want you to come into my heart. I want you, and we just need to believe and take that step of faith in Jesus. Believe me, once you take that step of faith, he will, the blinders will come off. As amazing grace says in the song, was blind, but now I see. Call on Him today. Call on Him now while He can be found. Hey, this is Evangelist A.C. Gibson when he's got the whole world in his hands ministry. Hey, if you'd like to give to this uh, ministry, I'm at P.O. Box 105 Experiment, Georgia, 30212. That's P.O. Box 105 Experiment, Georgia, E-X-P-E-R-I-M-E-N-T, Georgia, 30212. Just wanted to put that out there. Hey, I'm on YouTube, uh, Stacy Gibson, 132, uh, right now until they pull me off, maybe. Uh, but uh, And I'm glad uh, that you've listened to this podcast tonight, and I am encourage you to please uh, pray for this ministry, pray for me, and I encourage you to please share this with other people. Our goal is to get this uh, around the globe and get it to every person that we can. Uh, believe me, I'm not making any money off this podcast. Uh, not, not, not much. Uh, believe me, it's only pennies. But hey, and, and but that's not what this all is all about. I'm not in this for the money. I'm in this to see lost people get saved and to encourage, like I've always said. So, but hey, please, uh, I encourage you to please pray for this ministry. Pray for me and and pray that lost souls will get saved and share uh, this uh, podcast with others and let people know that it exists and let's get the word out there. Uh, let's close in some prayer. Dear God, we love you and thank you for all your listeners. And dear God, I'm excited about season two. Dear God, I enjoyed my first season. I thank you for all the listeners that I've had. But dear God, I want season two to be even better, dear God. I want you to be uplifted and I want you to be glorified, Father, dear God. So I just pray right now in Jesus' name, Father, dear God. If there is someone in the sound of my voice right now that's lost and undone, I do pray for salvation for them, Father, dear God. And I do pray for those that have turned their back on you, dear God, have gotten outside your will, that something that I say 
Dear God, would get them back on fire for you, Father, dear Lord. And dear God, I encourage all those out there always on the front lines doing your will. I pray, dear God, for our nation. I pray, dear God, for the things that may be taking place over the next few days, Father, dear Lord, because we know there's there's uh, some perilous times ahead of us, Father, dear God. We know right now that our nation is divided, dear God. And I know right now, dear God, that you said yourself, Jesus, that a house divided will fall, Father, dear God. But I pray for unity, Father, dear God. I pray, dear God, that you would clean house, Father, dear God, right now, Father, dear Lord, and put America back where it needs to be inside your good graces, Father, dear Lord. And dear God, help America to stand for truth and liberties and freedoms again, Father, dear Lord, and help us to get back on track and put you first, dear God. Help us to put you back in our homes. Help us to put you back in our schools, Father, dear God. Help us to put you back in our government, Father, dear Lord. And I'm trusting in you, Father, dear God, with 100% confidence. All my hope, my faith, my trust, and my confidence is in you tonight, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Hey, thank you for listening, and God bless, and hope to see you soon.